and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. Glad you're with us here. The 1.30 Eastern hours when we do this live on Facebook and other platformia. Uh, thank you for joining us, either now or then, or forever. Okay. Uh, uh, the list is, is short, but it's sweet. Uh, what about Hunter Biden? Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Don Jr. to be has a podcast. Oh, no. Yeah. How will we make it without the Trump kids to guide us through a second-term daddy? That's tough. More on more. Oh, good. Uh, Just because I'm annoyed by it and it's very irritating. Uh, Do the Kimberly Guilfoyle thing. You asked for it. And so, your wheel of misfortune comes up on a clip. And yes, she does have a podcast. Why? Again, that does answer the non-rhetorical question, which is rhetorical, which is when everybody has a podcast, nobody has a podcast. This is one of those where, I mean, if you really had somebody guiding your career, she would have an OnlyFans. She would do an OnlyFans and then... uh, all the right wingers that want to jack off to her would be able to do that and pay twenty bucks a month or whatever. Mm. I'm looking at a picture of her. You know what she's turning into as she gets older? She's turning into like that Catwoman lady, that Jocelyn whatever, yeah. who's yeah. who's b- broke. You know, yeah. she's had five five hundred facelifts, so she looks. <laughs> but th- this is what Kimberly Guilfoyle is starting to look like, and I right. I know that's very sexist. And oh, no, you should no. not talk about someone's looks. It's just just wrong just to do the that. worst. Oh my God, you're getting canceled. And I uh, I, I apologize. So here she is on Monday, and her guest is a guy you may have seen this guy in and mm-hmm. out over the years. His name is uh, Judge Larry Sidlin. He's a Florida judge. He's a state judge in Florida. He oversaw the Anna Nicole Smith trial sure with, uh, that you know that's i think that's his most famous case what a what a get for her boy how did they book that <laughs> right we got to uh, talk to our producers they're not working very hard are they so the assumption going in here is that when she has anyone on they're going to be making excuses for trump right uh, right and uh you decide whether judge larry Went off the reservation, went into the gutter a little bit, didn't didn't keep it between the lines the way you're supposed to when you're supposed to be uh, pumping up uh, Trump world. So here's here's the clip. It's a minute ten or so, and uh, we will invoke our right to stop it at any point and start to make comments. Okay, here you go. If I was Trump. This is a brilliant approach. I, I must, uh, I, I guess I'm always complimenting myself because Trump has a great ego. You got to have a great ego to succeed. Thank God you have one. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, I, if I was Trump's lawyers, I'd say, yeah, all the facts in this indictment are true. I was in good faith making a mistake. All right. Now, Judge Larry is, of course, speaking in a 
suppose this would happen, that right. Trump would admit that everything that he's being charged with is true. So we know that's already never, ever, ever going to happen until mm. the last moment when it, when he does, when he when he cops a plea like Hunter Biden. Um, but right now, that's not going to happen. But would you agree with that? Oh, I, yeah, it's a fantastical situation that okay. he's dreaming All up, right. sure. All right, we now continue with uh, Judge Larry. By not sending all those documents back to you. The facts are true. But what's my motive? Am I selling this to China? Am I selling these documents to Russia, to China. Iran? I'm not getting any bread from this. I'm a person that loved being president. I, I loved everything about it. Mm -hmm. And I kept documents. I shouldn't have kept them, but... Okay, this, this is Judge Larry. And he is, after all, a, a, a state court judge in Florida. And he kind of sounds like it, doesn't he? Well... I'm begging the Trump team to make this argument in court, by the way. <laughs> this this would be the best. Right. Because it's, of course, not really a legal argument, is it? No. no, It's, it's a it's, way to it, go to jail. It's a way to right. go to prison for a long time. Right. And if, if I'm correct about this, Trump's motive is not what's on trial here, right? It's the fact that he did not respond at all positively to the kind and bend over backwards requests by the National Archives, by the FBI, by the Justice Department to just give everything back. And not only did he not, as Judge Larry said back then, admit that he had all of these things, and of course he did not then say well i had no evil intention i wasn't going to sell them to the russians so here they are he not only did not do that but he had lawyers unbeknownst to them apparently lie on his behalf and say that what they did give back was everything now right. you can go away which was a lie yes it was and therefore the the uh, subpoena had to be issued so all right i mean i Thank you, Judge Lair. Let's see. Let's see if he's got some kind of conclusion to this. Big All the facts in this indictment are true. I was in good faith making a mistake by not sending all those documents okay. back to you. The facts it. are true. It's yeah. not in good well, faith. What's my motive? Am I selling this to China? Am I selling these documents to Russia? Well, you're showing them to dicks who show up at uh, Mar-a-Lago to show what a big as a mocker. Yeah, President. I, I loved everything about it, mm -hmm. and I kept documents. I shouldn't have kept them, but, you know, Trump loved going to baseball games, to the Yankee games. I'm sure he kept the tickets. He used to take yeah, Don booed. Jr. Yeah, yeah he's hold on, he holds on to everything. He's a hoarder. It's like booed. my mother-in-law. He's, he's holding on to everything. My mother-in-law, I'm afraid one day she'll pull out a fish that's 40 years old out of the refrigerator. Oh my God. He, but he holds on to stuff, Trump. So he held on to these Don documents. Yeah. He held on to them. Should he have held on to them? It's a good faith mistake. No, it's it's not a good faith mistake. It's not even close to a good faith mistake. And he's overlooking the fact that these just weren't documents. They were war plans. 
they were nuclear secrets. They were documents that related to the defense of our allies and plans that our allies might have had. These weren't just quote-unquote documents. So uh, I love you, Judge Larry. I don't think he understands Um, what the term good faith means. (laughs) I don't think in any way, shape, or form does he understand what that means. There's a reason why Judge Larry Seidlin is not an expert (laughs) on the law on any of the cables. I mean, he's on the Guilford, uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle podcast there. Okay. <laughs> this is great. Sure. I raped her, but I didn't do it. Cause I hated her. I did it. Cause she was so hot. I mean, it was a good faith. <laughs> I mean, this is truly the argument you're going to make judge. Well, uh, you know what this is? This is a throw yourself on the mercy of the court. That's uh, that kind of argument, which is just not going to, it's you're, not going to play here. I'll just put it this way in language that you and, and your generation can understand, Britt. Jack Smith don't fuck around. <laughs> he ain't going to buy that shit. That's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't work out. Okay. Yeah, he broke the law, but he was just trying to be a big shot to his friends. Uh, case dismissed. Now, I do have a question. Over the weekend and on Monday, we learned that the magistrate judge who is running the trial at this yeah. point that doesn't yeah. have uh, doesn't have an actual starting date i guess they're saying august 14th but that's not yeah. going to start on august 14th but no. we'll pretend that it does but he set out these ground rules for trump to shut the fuck up well, so what happens how's that work hours later he's <laughs> yeah. on tv with brett bear he is me talking about all kinds of shit so why isn't he being sanctioned just for doing that without us even beginning to get into the particulars and the insanity and the lying and the repetition and the attempt to uh, elevate uh, Brett Bear into Mike Wallace? That's what happened. Brett Bear sounded like Mike Wallace. He only asked all of the obvious logical logical fair questions yeah. that if if trump were being asked those by caitlin collins at that town hall six weeks ago whenever it was he would have melted down but he had to sit there and take it right but aren't you stunned not stunned aren't you amazed at trump's ability when he is cornered with facts right unassailable facts to just keep talking and say nothing and well no it's not it's it's not nothing incredible it's not nothing he's hanging himself the guy that wanted to have mike pence hung is hanging himself (laughs) everything everything that you're seeing in these interviews is what they call oh what's the word i'm looking for evidence i believe (laughs) okay let's circle back to three minutes ago when judge larry posited this idea that trump suddenly now would say uh, yeah, I I kept all the documents because I kind of like to, and I'm a hoarder. That couldn't play now because it would go against the 25 different clips that we have of Trump on 25 different occasions saying, I had every right to have those clips, okay? There's no admission until what you're in court 
and your lawyer admits that you did do it and you did it you're right the 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 paint is already drying in the corner okay and he's standing there and he just keeps throwing a little bit more paint out there that keeps drying here there's no way out for him there is no legal way out for him i don't think i don't think there's i mean i i find it hard to believe that the people who are representing him are not just every time they see one of these things just bang either they're just cashing the checks and they don't care or they're screaming at him please sir don't sir please sir don't go on television again please don't don't like give the prosecution more ammunition to lob at you because that's what you did in the stupid interview is you gave them every possible weapon and they've already probably got you convicted anyway but there's no way you're out of this straight jacket now asshole Stop running your your big fat dick liquor. What are you doing? I maybe you could look to him, look at him, and say, "Have you noticed that you haven't seen Hunter Biden on television for Correct. a couple of years?" <laughs> he would never accept. That, you noticed that? It, the other thing that I'm, I'm already I'm already very interested in this is like, and I've told I've, I, I put it in our little chat with you and John the Catholic. The, on the foxnews.com website that interview does not exist you i mean i you would have a better chance of finding ballerina shoes in my house than right. you would have finding that interview on foxnews.com how many times it's how many never- times have we played this tune when something like this comes up so that is in direct proportion as to how revelatory it exactly. would be to fox viewers who are still in great numbers watching them, but with Trump's numbers dropping, and they are, there's some new polling out saying that uh, that that wonderful bump after the arraignment, <laughs> the huge bump, uh, that might be wearing off a little bit because a huge majority of people do believe that Donald Trump should be charged. And... Th- there's not one minute of that interview that I saw that is at all exculpatory. In fact, it is self-indicting. So inculpatory, I believe is the word. Inculpatory. Yeah, that's the opposite of exculpatory. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's no. I think it's just culpatory because it's culp. You're culpable. He's what bad. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what is on the front page of the foxnews.com website. Did you know that Fox's Brett Baer and Martha McCallum have been announced as GOP debate moderators? Now, there's some news for you, pal. <laughs> what, what, what would you expect? you think it was going to be Rachel Maddow and Lawrence O'Donnell? <laughs> I really did think it was going to be, yeah. it was going to be Rachel Maddow and maybe Keith Olbermann uh, yeah. together for the first time. Right. But uh, I mean, Trump. I guess we shouldn't even go over the the same ground that we've covered each time. When you see the way he performed, and remember, everything's a performance. When he performed uh, Monday evening uh, with Brett Baer, and the number of clips that they uh, put up on Mediaite was excellent. They put up about seven or eight different clips of a couple minutes long. So if you didn't see the whole thing, you really can get the essence of – of uh, how Trump was just completely incoherent and, and, and crazy. 
Again, um, if there's anybody on his legal team that's in that room, they tackle him to the ground and they put duct tape over his I, mouth. I, I, I wish you would stop saying that. And I wish you'd stop saying, I wish there was a family member that stop saying that. It's well, not, it's not, it's not pod. Don't, don't go there. He, do, Hey, I have some news for you. He doesn't listen to anyone except his own. Well, to his own rattles around in his head. He doesn't listen to anyone. To his own peril. I mean, I honestly, I think at this point, now the people who are going to be prosecuting this case are very seasoned people. They've done a lot of things. I think I could do it. I think with no experience as a lawyer at all, I believe with the evidence that he continues to hand to me, I can prosecute. You want to to even it up, huh? So you against who's ever. Here's my proof that you you just stop with the someone needs to tell him. Have you ever heard Donald Trump utter these words in the context of anything? My lawyers told me to blank <laughs> anytime ever. No, he never, ever says that because he does not listen to lawyers he it's doesn't over. even say well my lawyers told me to say this but i'm going to say it anyway he doesn't even bother with that <laughs> do the i mean do the lawyers even tell him anything now like ah no. i'm going to climb on top I'm of the worried. empire state i'm building. not worried about the effectiveness con- of lawyers to alter the behavior of donald trump a 75 year plus psychopath and <laughs> criminal who stumbled into the presidency of the United States and continues to engage in criminal behavior, which now includes obstruction of justice and possible espionage. I'm not worried about what it's just that I have been told. I've been told for many years how, how smart this man is not only from him. Yes. And you've been told told by who people who are morons, you know, that the people who are lying, no one is saying he's smart. No one. No. Not anyone with a brain, but I've been told for many years that he's so smart. You know what smart people don't do is run their yaps all the time when they're in legal trouble. That's why the, the smart people don't do that. <laughs> they shut down, they clam up, they don't say anything, and they don't give the other side nuclear bombs to loft at them. But I, I look forward to, I'm sure there's going to be 10 interviews by the next, by the end of the week in which he incriminates himself about 75. They may have to come up with new charges. If he comes up with, at this point, they're going to have to add charges on top of charges. If he keeps talking to people, if he keeps running his right, yap. Well, is, is there a, an official charge called criminal stupidity? <laughs> there should uh, be. Oh, and, and while, while you did bring up the subject tangentially, one of the uh, topics that came up, and I didn't see the clip, I'm just reading about it, uh, the subject of Trump's children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, that's enough for the family. It's too painful for the family. My family's been through hell. Yeah. NBC News notes that Ivanka, along with her husband, Jared, who were senior White House advisors, yes, they were, for the entire term, announced last year that they were not going to have any interest in part two. They would not participate in the campaign or anything. Nobody's been through what my family's been through. Yes, they have. <laughs> have they? Yes, they have. People have been through worse things than what you mean. But, falling, but ass, in, <laughs> falling ass, falling ass. world, but but you know what? That's just a perfect little encapsulation of Donald Trump. That no matter what's happened, it's always the greatest ever. No one's ever seen anything like it. 
Yes. All, all those kinds of repetitive superlatives that he pulls out of his ass to repeat over and over again. What has his family uh, been through? Falling ass backwards into money Brit, with no talent or acumen? Tell me if this sounds familiar. Ivanka had a really successful line of clothing. I mean, making a fortune. When I did this, she was really, she closed it up. They're um they're the Kardashians with worse drugs. <laughs> That's all they are. No, they're the Kardashians with less talent. <laughs> with a lot less talent. I think like Kim Kardashian's a better business person than anybody you can name in that family. I mean, I give Jared Kushner at least enough credit to go, look, uh, I did this bullshit for four years, uh, and then I got a $2 billion hit from the Saudis oh. after Trump left office. Uh, we're not going to participate in the future. That's a wise move. You won. You won the game. <laughs> he doesn't need to. Out. He doesn't, he of made, course. What's he made $2 billion. What else is there to prove? Yeah. I'm not going to go back, fuck off in the government, do nothing, and make another $2 billion. I, That's my sacrifice to you, America. Okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do that. This let's just take this and glide into a Hunter Biden land because I think this this transitions very nicely into the Hunter Biden story. Okay, uh, Hunter Biden agreed to probation for filing his taxes late. He can avoid a charge that he lied about his drug use when he purchased a handgun, and which is never prosecuted. By the way, that that gun thing album very 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 rarely is ever investigated, prosecuted, right. or anything. He bought a handgun in 2018 during a period when he was using drugs. He never used the gun. The gun is gone. He has to remain drug-free for 24 months. He has to agree to never own a firearm again. Federal judge has to approve it. I don't know. The prosecutor in the case is a Trump appointee holdover, which uh, we'll play the clip here in just a moment so that you can hear how Kevin McCarthy reacts when confronted with that inconvenient truth uh he will be in federal court in the coming days hunter biden will he'll be arraigned on misdemeanor tax charges he will plead guilty the response from the president and mrs biden said little in response the president and the first lady love their son support him as he continues to rebuild his life we will have no further comment now uh there is kind of a giveaway here by some of the reaction, including an admission by, and I'll find it here in a moment, we'll get to it in a moment, that this is not about Hunter Biden. This whole, th th they're admitting again that this is not about Hunter Biden, that of course it's trying to dirty up Joe Biden, which is of course the whole Benghazi thing. Yeah. Rerun because the yeah. Benghazi thing, it was admitted, yeah. was not about Benghazi or the tragedy of four. Americans in our consulate being killed. It was about trying to pin everything on Hillary Clinton, who was asleep at the switch and should have been defending that that consulate on her own with an Uzi standing out in front of it. And since she wasn't, it was her fault. And so what did Hillary Clinton do in response to that? She sat there for 11 hours in Congress and took the shit from these people and they couldn't touch her. They couldn't touch her, right? The only thing they got out of it was one little clip where she goes, what difference does it make? And that's out of context, of course. 
but they've used that over and over again, and that's about it. But with the Hunter Biden thing, it's the same. It's the same deal here. This is not about saying that Hunter Biden should be getting the, a medal of honor, a medal of freedom, or any kind of medal. He's a he's a drug-addled loser. We know that. Yeah. Um, a drug-addled loser, by the way, who cooperated fully with prosecutors, again, didn't run yeah, his dick liquor in interviews, problem, and right. had good. Re- and he followed his lawyer's advice. Right. I don't see the words obstruction of justice <laughs> associated with this. I just don't. I don't. Trump, of course, melted down, says it's just a slap on the wrist. And he called the Justice Department corrupt and compared the charges to a, quote, mere traffic ticket. Our system is, and then capitalized, broken. God almighty. And, you know, the game of whataboutism, of course, is is rampant. We know that. Um. But the problem is, if you're going to play whataboutism, you have to do it with at least semi-clean hands. You cannot be guilty of something by a factor of 10,000 when someone else doesn't get what you perceive to be too light of a punishment for said crime. And if you're Donald Trump, a guy who has, again, we're talking about seven decades plus, Spent his whole life getting away with everything, never having to be accountable for anything. When you're talking about someone who got the biggest break in the history of breaks after January 6th and then after January 20th, 2021, when he left office from a Justice Department run by Merrick Garland, who I don't know if he even played it by the book. I think he wrote a new book and said, Oh, God, if we just stretch this out long enough, we might not have to deal with this. Let's just arrest all the people who are at the Capitol that day and we'll work our way up. This will be just like a a standard mafia case. And it was never like a standard mafia case. You needed to work your way from the top down, not just the bottom Bottom up. up. Okay, and because the bottom up is a lot of time. And we learned from the Washington Post reporting on Monday that this was a true, true top-down strategy from Merrick Garland with uh, a lot of the career prosecutors with some protest within the department, but they didn't carry the day. And that's why when we were all wringing our hands for a year and a half saying, why is this taking so long? And then we would back off and well, he knows what he's doing. Well, he didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what he was doing. And we now find ourselves in this terrible position where Everything that's going to happen subsequent to today is going to be referenced up against the calendar and the primaries and the debates and the election. And it didn't have to be this way. All of this could have happened more than a year ago. But when you learn, and I think this is the big takeaway for me from all the reporting, and it's a long piece, what the January 6th committee did in public should go down as one of the great examples of public service in American history because it's very clear that had those hearings not occurred a year ago, had they not brought forth Cassidy Hutchinson and that uh, Eric, what the hell, the the blonde guy, the uh, lawyer who, the the smart-ass lawyer 
Mm-hmm. Who uh, uh, Hirsch Hirschhorn is that his name? Something I like think that. that's right. Yeah, people people had those people not been brought in front of the committee and and testified and wouldn't have gotten that out there in the public. Um, I don't think Donald Trump would be in any kind of trouble today over January sixth. Now well, they might have still the, the the whole thing with documents. That's a separate story. But but I don't think anything would have happened. Do you? It's. I mean, I, I I agree with what you're saying, but also, isn't that somewhat of a, a, a an indictment or a damnation of Merrick Garland? I mean, it is. That's what I said. Yeah, I mean, that's is what that, I said. Is that truly? I mean, I I appreciate what the committee did and everything like that, but the piece is very very good, and it does for those of us who have been you know trying to keep back the marauding crowd. Fire Merrick Garland. What's she doing? We've been. Hey hey, be patient. He's getting around to it. It's really, it's really kind of like, yeah. What, what exactly were you doing over there with your hands well, and your britches for like a year? Right. And and all all that being true, all that being true, that uh, Merrick Garland slow walked the prosecution of Donald Trump, and by extension, uh, everyone else associated with January sixth. That includes you know Steve Bannon and Giuliani and all that. They're getting they're getting a much longer runway than they they deserve and you have to remember that if trump had not declared himself to be a candidate for president there is no doubt there's no doubt that he would have gone unscathed i've there'd be no jack smith because merrick garland appointed jack smith to be the special prosecutor just days after trump announced that he was a candidate and Merrick Garland's rationale was, well, once Trump is an official candidate, you don't want to be the sitting attorney general who was appointed by Donald Trump's likely opponent, Joe Biden, prosecuting him. So that's when he uh, brought in Jack Smith, who by all measures is the toughest bastard that Donald Trump is ever going to have to face off against. He has never been up against someone like this. And when you look at Smith's resume and you see the the scum that he has prosecuted, uh, not just in this country, but overseas at The right. Hague, um, for him, this is, and I believe this, this is just another case of another person who committed criminal acts who we're going to investigate and charge if the evidence is presented to a grand jury and the grand jury agrees. I don't think he thinks any more or any less. And that's so frustrating to Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. That's so frustrating that Jack Smith doesn't hold press conferences every week and doesn't mouth off and doesn't write columns in the New York Times about that really bugs him. Don't you think? Yeah, and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't do interviews like five days a week with people and, and shit like that. No one yeah. in no one in his his uh, office does that either. You're right. not hearing him. Pee. I mean, the phrase, and I would, I think I'd heard this before, but I've never heard it so eloquently um, come to forth the way it has. Speaking indictments, the indictment of Donald Trump is the speaking indictment of Donald Trump. That indictment speaks of everything so far that Trump has to answer for. And when you see him flailing around on interviews and 
you see everyone that used to work for him, just basically everyone, pounding the crap out of him, rightfully so. And this is, let's not get into the the ethics of Bill Barr as he was attorney general. Well, that was the great, that was one of the great questions from Brett Baer is all these incompetent assholes that you hate. You're the one who hired them. It was great because Brett Baer brings that up. He says, you, you said you'd hire the best people. And now, and he, he starts reading off the names and it doesn't stop. He keeps coming up with new names of people that you had forgotten about that Trump had hired and touted them as great. They're out of central casting general mad dog Mattis. He was out of central. And of course, by the time Mattis left, he was just a loser, just a moron. Just, just how does that happen? How is it that you're so great when he hires you and on the way out the door or, or afterwards you, you lose 50 IQ points and you're just a loser. You're just a disaster. Um, that was a great question, and he framed it correctly. And again, um, I don't know what the timing is going to be. You know, the magistrate has set August fourteenth, or I think Judge Cannon actually set this this arbitrary date of uh, August fourteenth for the trial to start. It's probably not because no, the 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 throwing sand in the gears strategy is really all that Donald Trump. And uh, whoever poses as his lawyers, that's all they have left, right? It's well, just, it's, it's, yeah. de- it's delay until he's elected or he's dead. Okay, wonderful. Hey, I got an idea, Don. Hey, have you ever thought of going down to see the Titanic? I hear it's a great trip. Why don't you take that? <laughs> I, have, I have a question about that. So the, the one guy who went, he's like 59 years old or something. He's a billionaire, right? That one guy who was in the, the submarine that they have lost contact with and is dead. Would it have been like much worse if you died that way or if he's caught with like a harem of hookers in the Philippines doing blow? Would you is, is it really that much worse? <laughs> I'm uh, just I would curious. say it is. Is it? I, I, I would say it is. <laughs> just asking the question. I'm just asking the question. So, but no, going back to Hunter Biden. Uh, Britt, uh, Britt wait, you come into my office after the show. We, we're, <laughs> yeah. get, we're getting some emails and some phone calls on that. I'm not being very sensitive there. <laughs> we're not being sensitive. <laughs> wait, you know, you, you know well, uh, the, the scandal of, of this horrible story Yeah, to me is, and I'm hearing it now and reading it in a couple different places, or as they like to say on TV, NBC News has not verified this as of right. <laughs> Brad has verified this now through several sources, which is, and my second source is David Pogue of CBS, the guy who is the gadget guy who tests all the, all the stuff. He's pretty great. Um, that this device or little submarine or whatever it's called, did you see how it's controlled? It's controlled with a PlayStation joystick. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, now, got, well, they got some nineteen-year-old smoking pot in his bedroom. Well, wait. No, around. I, I got, I got a real problem. Yeah. With that, because th- you add that into a few people who've been on it, who said, "Wow, the, you know, it doesn't really look that high tech. It just seems like a very basic." Okay. Well, I guess that was okay till it wasn't okay, and now you're starting to wonder, was. Was this 
piece of technology the result of somebody sending away to Heathkit and uh, yeah. <laughs> paying money and saying, hey, how would you like to have a sub that will go down uh, 15,000 feet? It's just that's, sad. Uh, that, that's almost sad three that... miles. I, mean, I, th- I think uh, the, so there's, there's going to be culpability here. Oh, sure. Um, it's just a sad Elon Musk wasn't involved. Elon Musk should have been involved in this in some way, yeah. shape, or form. <laughs> that is the tragedy of this. <laughs> that we can't pin this one on it's, Musk. Yeah. Either number one, he's not on the thing, or number two, that his company didn't build the thing. You know? Well, like, to, uh, and you know what? Uh, not to, to build up Elon Musk, I, I've never heard the charge against him that he always does the cheapest thing possible to get stuff. I, no, I have not heard shit, that. His shit keeps blowing up when they try the to stuff launch keeps it, blowing up. Yeah. And, and you know, the self-driving aspect of his cars yeah. is not, it's not any closer to being, but yeah, but it's, you're right. It's not because really. he got the fucking controller from the back of a comic book. No, right. I'll give you that. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so, so it's just, just like a joystick. It has like, you know, forward, backwards, sideways, <laughs> and then you push it and it goes down. I mean, come on. Oh, Mario didn't jump. Holy shit. Oh, well, they're dead. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the the Republicans are crying, whining, fetching, moaning, oh bitching God. about uh, Hunter Biden and about how unfair it is and the miscarriage yeah. of justice and the double <clears throat> standard, Brad. Yeah. The double yep. standard in American politics and also in the American juris- jurisprudence system. Uh, I'll run through some of the uh, responses on the Hunter Biden thing. Uh, possibly the dumbest person in Congress right now, but that's that's an unfair thing. It's leaving out a lot of the people. James Comer, Representative Jamie Comer. Uh, Hunter Biden is getting away with a slap on the wrist when growing evidence uncovered by the House Oversight Committee reveals that Biden's engaging in a pattern of corruption, influence peddling, and possibly bribery. Possibly bribery. <laughs> uh, Daryl Issa who got run out of Congress, but got run back into it out of California. <laughs> and remember how he made all his money? He had a, uh, yeah. um, car alarm, alarm. a yeah. car alarm company. He li- he's from Cleveland, I think. Cleveland. Correct. Yeah. And sold it for uh, about a quarter of a billion dollars many, many years ago. ISA says the case isn't closed. Anyone can see Biden's department of justice went easy on Hunter Biden. Again, the prosecutor is, a Trump holdover. And, you know, uh, Biden has, has done this several times. Let's see if we can get this clip up. This is uh, Manu Raju of CNN, who is as close to Sam Donaldson as you get. He he likes to get right in the face of, of politicians and, and ask them the question very often that they don't want to answer or throw a new piece of information to them to uh, see if they will have some kind of incoherent, non-cogent response. And uh, I'll stop it and translate if you're having trouble hearing it, because it's not it's not great audio here. Okay. Uh, we're, we're, get, we're getting a little ad action here. We'll get it up in a second. Manu, Manu, Manu. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In fact, we'll, we'll play the whole clip that includes the uh, – it's a, just a couple-second intro from the uh, – from the CNN people. Speaker Kevin McCarthy, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, he just spoke about this reacting on Capitol Hill a short time ago. Let's listen. Your reaction. My first reaction is that it continues to show the two-tier system in America. If you were the president's... Did you catch that? Was that yeah. understandable? Yeah, I the got it. The two-tier system? Two-tier system, two-tier yeah. system. 
put you in jail and give you prison time. If you are the president's son, you get a sweetheart deal. Now, this does nothing to our investigation. It actually should enhance our... Okay, now, think of the rhetorical flourish that that is. That if you're the president's son, this Justice Department just gives you a gives you a full pass. But God forbid, if you're the president, the former president, they come down on you like a ton of bricks. That's a two-tiered justice system, Britt. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Because the DOJ should not be able to withhold any information now saying that because of pending investigation, they should be able to provide Chairman Comer with any information that he requires. But Mr. Speaker, this is a Trump U.S. attorney that's held over into this administration. Why would you accept it's done a thorough investigation and to just accept it on its merits, given the person who investigated? It was a thorough investigation. So why would you? Accept, I'm asking you. But I'm asking you. So you believe it's a thorough investigation? I'm asking. Okay, that that is the standard Kevin McCarthy response to something he doesn't want to answer. He tries to turn it back on the reporter. Do you think this was a thorough investigation? It doesn't fucking matter what Manu Raju of CNN thinks. That's funny. Oh, we'll finish it up here. Do you think it's equal and fair that a political opponent is going to be given jail time, but a presidential son, and if you compare this to... Wait a minute. Does he know that a political opponent is going to be given jail time, Britt? And if he is given jail time, would it not be because he committed crimes? Uh, individuals in America that have these same um, accusations against them, same crimes that they had been guilty of. That they were- because as you know, whatever Hunter Biden has been accused of is being indicted for and is copying a plea deal to, that's identical. That's an identical slate of infractions that Donald Trump is, right? It's the same. Same right? deal. Same exact thing. To have 10 years, another time period? I think that's a difference in justice. Think of it uh, boy, I'll tell you what. They're going to dine out on this, and it's all going to just vomit back out and go nowhere. It's not going to be good for them at all. No. They're it doesn't matter. Keep going. Cry. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep running against Hunter Biden. Go. Go all the way. That's how you're going to beat Joe Biden. Run against Hunter Biden. Oh, God. I don't know. The, that RFK Jr. challenge in the Democratic Party is getting stronger. I don't know if you saw the the Joe Rogan interview, but uh, apparently RFK Jr.'s big platform is banning Wi-Fi. <laughs> Excuse me? He wants to ban Wi-Fi because it causes Why? cancer in your brain to leak, Brad. Wait a minute. Wait. I thought... If I remember correctly, it was how many years ago that uh, mobile phones needed to be banned because everybody's getting brain cancer from them. Remember that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember, you, you were not supposed to hold the phone up to your ear at all because you would be getting brain cancer. So you're all supposed to talk on the speakerphone. That, that kind of went away, and I don't think we have any statistics showing – that they're, but now you're saying Wi-Fi? Holy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This RFK Jr., you know, you may, uh, you may doubt him. You may make fun of him. But one day, they'll be writing books about how he was right about so many things, how he was so far ahead 
of the pack. This man is a <laughs> he's a he's genius. A bon vivant. He's a he's a Renaissance man. He's a scientist. He's a politician. He's the son of Robert F. Kennedy, who might have been president. And now the only way we can make America great again is to make RFK Jr. president. Don't you believe that, Britt? Isn't that how this is working? I think there's no question about it. I think we uh, all those years ago, oh, we uh, we always imagined, unfortunately, when his father was killed in April of 1960 or June of 1968, we always thought, you know, there's going to be a, a little Robert F. Kennedy Jr. who's going to be coming along and he'll be just batshit crazy and uh, <laughs> he'll be our guy. Right, right. It, it might take 60 plus years, but it's worth the wait. <laughs> it is. It's, it's worth the wait. Very much. Now, it's see, very much worth see, the wait. But here's the great thing: we don't have to wait that long for another Trump, right? Don Jr. tan, rested, and ready to go. <laughs> Don Jr. <laughs> well, I always, I always thought what was supposed to happen again among the the mouth drooling idiots was that Ivanka was the one that was going to be groomed. Uh, I thought he's Ivanka out. was he's out. Yeah, but there's no, I mean, she likes, she, the, she likes the money. She likes Palm beach. She, she figured this, the, she figured that Island or wherever the hell they live and off of Miami beach. Whatever. Oh no, they've got it made now. There's no way. And then it's like, but no, there's no one else in that family could reach near the brilliance of a Donald John Trump. I, I don't think there's any way any of that's going to be able to be accomplished. Uh, let's get it. Let's get a Tim Moore update. Huge news in North Carolina being covered. Uh, we, we talked about it 24 hours ago in this space where the Speaker of the North Carolina House is unfortunately finds himself uh, in a tort situation over something called alienation of affection, Brad. Uh, I thought it was seven or eight. We're only one of five states now. Five, okay. That allow you to sue somebody for wrecking your marriage. The only other states are, wow, South Dakota. New Mexico, Mississippi, and Hawaii. Jeez, Hawaii. Hawaii. Didn't see that coming. Uh, the alienation of affection law allows the spouse to sue a third party for wrongful acts that deprive them of the love and affection of their spouse. There's a three-year statute of limitations for alienation of affection claims, which means the innocent spouse has to file the claim within three years of the act. You have to prove the following to be successful in an alienation of affection lawsuit. Write these down, Britt, in case you're thinking of making a move. This is how stupid this is. When they say the act, like the first time or the second time or the last. I mean, this is how dumb this shit is. You and your spouse were in a valid marriage with love and affection. The love and affection between you and your spouse was destroyed and alienated. The wrongful and malicious behavior of the third party was the cause of the destruction and alienation of your spouse's love. And affection. In other words, that third person was so powerfully strong and attractive to the person you supposedly were in a wonderful relationship with that they they broke it apart. The wrongful and malicious behavior occurred before you and your spouse separated, and the alienation led to the destruction of your marriage, separation, depression, and or economic loss. It applies to cheating spouses, but believe it or not, North Carolina recognizes other types of cases, including in-laws or friends who advise one spouse to leave the other. How about that? 
you could be you you could be the guy in the uh, passenger seat and get sued and uh there have been there have been a, a few judgments here in North Carolina. Yeah, but it's that, it, it's almost know. all it's almost always used to try to fuck over your spouse and get a better judgment. Right. It's almost always. I mean, when they do take it to court, a lot of times it is laughed out of court. It's it's very difficult. You, you got to have one of those really shameless lawyers who doesn't mi- mind looking like a complete clown. Well, <laughs> to do this kind of shit. The biggest. The biggest. Uh, award in North Carolina for this was $30 million God. in 2011, went to a woman named Carol Perrier, the former wife of a trucking company owner. Uh, she ended her 13-year marriage after discovering her husband had met another woman at a truck stop. Where else? No, at, a, yes. at her father's funeral. At her father's, at father's funeral. Well, okay, and maybe. began an affair with her. Okay, maybe that one. I'm, I, in I, might, 20, I might give her. Uh, in 2018, a Durham County judge awarded bmx bike show personality keith king oh yeah sure he's bmx bike show personality keith king he got 8.8 million against the man he said seduced his wife and wrecked his marriage uh and by the way in neither of those two cases does the word biscuitville appear (laughs) see because the the fact that that the confessions and meetings occurred at various Biscuitville locations. And by the way, I want to find out which ones, and I think the tables where they sat at should have a little plaque on them so that it'll say, you know, Tim Moore, former Speaker of the House of Representatives, (laughs) converted at this table in uh, 2000, 22 or something uh, i want that i want to i want a little plaque there. but again you know uh, we're, we're torn because the entire action is just stupid i mean the whole thing and the whole concept is completely stupid but to as as a, a many famous wrestlers used to say uh to a nicer guy it could not happen correct right right <laughs> well well plus i i hate to denigrate our entire state but this seems to be about as good as it gets. I mean, the last scandal I can think of was Cal Cunningham, oh, a right. guy who would be a senator right, right. now. Yeah, he would. Were it not for the fact that a zipper, uh, practically on the eve, it wasn't on the eve. It was it was several months, I think, before. Yes, the the election of twenty eighteen. Maybe twenty eighteen. He, he, here's here's yeah, what essentially yeah. happened. He 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 got his first taste of the national limelight because it was a, a national spotlight running for the Senate, and like the first groupie that popped out of the bushes, he couldn't keep it in his pants. But he was That's a Democrat. But but he had all the credentials. He did to win he as everything. a Democrat statewide. He was an, uh, a military veteran, beautiful family guy, small uh, kids. Exp- Experience in state government, the, the whole thing. He, Loved uh, Jesus, bought Chevy, right. uh, drank Bud. Looked, I mean, he did he re- all of the- as, as someone you've heard once say, he's right out of central casting. And, was, and but he was, again, he was ahead in the polls. Right. And then now finish the story. He, he, like some woman reaches out to him, jumps in his DMs, and then he... <laughs> He bangs her like uh, I think in his wife's bed and they're in the family beds. I mean, it's like it is. It's like the musician who suddenly goes on a national tour and just does all of the coke. They just can't. And they just collapse and they overdose in the bathroom in Madison Square Garden. The first time I've ever been there. He just could not handle the spotlight. 
when you when this happens, I would assume this happens to a lot of guys when they get into the national spotlight. There are there's groupies in every area of life, acting and singing. I'm I'm sure that there's some there's like some chemistry groupies somewhere. If you get your shit published in one of the journals, they'll come out. You got to be able to handle it. You, you think there's bowling? To. You think there's bowling groupies? I'm sure there's. I mean, God, it's everywhere. It doesn't matter. It, it just happens. That's part of the reason anybody does anything. I mean, the racing, obviously, in in car racing and anything you can name. And he did. He grabbed the national spotlight and somebody. I think maybe in Vegas or something. Anyway, but he he, he ends up, you know, just grabbing the first one. Oh, okay, because you can't. You don't just. You can't handle it. You don't realize the attention, and you don't realize what's coming at you and all this other stuff and you are you decide. sure let me ask you this and i'm not accusing you of yeah. being a republican shill as you tell this story of course but are you sure that he actually banged her because my recollection was that this was uh, a bunch of texting Maybe. and it was never consummated it might it might have not been you, you might be right i might uh, apologize uh, but, but that but but so his defense yeah and by the way it was a legitimate defense Yes, it was. Considering you know who yeah, was well. elected pre- uh, now, and I'm not saying that he he should have been texting, but I think this was a sexting thing. It's you know what it reminds not me of an affair. It reminds so, me but of see, the- but see, but see what your memory did. Your well, memory that's fine. Pumped it up. Well, but not that it's fine. It's it's. I understand what you did, but yeah. it's important that the double standard. No, when a geez. Democrat does it, his career is over, and he no. didn't even well, do it. He so didn't even wrote, pump, do pump, it. Pump, pump the brakes. Pump, pump the brakes. The woman confirmed she'd had a consensual physical relationship with Cunningham in 2020. So yes, <laughs> he did. They did actually consummate. 2020. Yeah. That sounds like it's afterwards. In October 2020, it was reported that Cunningham had exchanged sexually suggestive messages with a married woman who was not his wife. Cunningham confirmed the texts were authentic and apologized for his behavior. The woman confirmed she had a consensual physical relationship with Cunningham in 2020. There you go. And oh, so now I'm the liar. <laughs> well, I'm so now just I saying. <laughs> you, you, t- you just turned the tables on me. Well... He did. The good thing is, this will never be heard or yeah, seen by anyone. Edited out, yeah. We're going to edit this out. It reminds me of, of Anthony Wayne. Still, it's still fucking nothing. No, it, it is nothing. But you got to be able to handle. You know, you got to be able to to be able to handle this shit. You know, because you're going to get attention from women. But it's going to happen. I I understand that, but then we get back to uh, when it's a Republican, it's how does this affect their oh. ability to be a senator? No we have to stand behind them. And the Republican party always circles the wagons around them. The Democrats throw the fucking guy over the cliff. Of course. Okay? Every single time. Every that's single the, time. that's it's the difference. That is the, uh, uh, great. I mean, it, it reminds me of Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner was just clumsily sending dick pics not. out there, just doing whatever he wanted to do, you know? Oh, but that, di- didn't he have didn't he have millions of pages of national secrets on his laptop sent yeah, to him by Hillary Clinton? Uh, 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 Weren't those her emails? That, I don't, doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. 